Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio one until four. And then after 4 o'clock, you go to that iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast. And you can yeah, listen I, to everything you missed today. We still have uh, money. There's still $1,000 to be had in the KFI Inflation Compensation Contest. So stay tuned for the first keyword of three coming up at about one twenty. Also a reminder that tomorrow, the Moist Line is back. We know you all can't wait for that, right, John? You're very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call this toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. First thing I thought of this morning when I heard that there was a winning Powerball ticket, this was the billion, actually it turned out to be over a billion dollars, one billion, what would it be, 800,000 or 800, anyway. It was one uh, by somebody who bought it in downtown Los Angeles at a mini mart. And I thought, oh, what if it's a homeless person? Wouldn't that be great? Because, <laughs> because we're on our way to spending a billion dollars per homeless person. Then you know what? We should take it back. <laughs> Might as well just uh, have all of the homeless win lotteries and see what happens to them. Uh, the lump sum would be $558.1 million. I don't, does anybody take the annuity? I never hear about that. Where you can be paid out yearly for many years. I don't know. I don't think anybody does. I wouldn't trust the government to be in business that long. <laughs> to be at the lottery, maybe bankrupt. And I don't know some, if they pay an interest rate or some, what they do. Somehow somehow the legislature would steal the money. So I wouldn't uh, 
I take what you can up front. Yeah. So whoever this is, and it might be a group of people, uh, the stupid uh, employee groups, uh, like Tim Conway's a member of, uh, I guess, the KFI iHeart. Uh, so am I. Buys. Oh, you, you are too? Yeah. Any big winners? Yeah, there's a lot of people here in these. There's like employee. over 80 people in that pool. I'm in that pool. Have you ever been paid anything? No. No. <laughs> and how long has this scam been going on? A couple of years? I've been a part of it ever since I've been at KFI. How do you know the person running this just doesn't take your money and uh, oh, pocket it? we tr- it's Michelle. We trust her. We, oh yeah, saying well, yeah, we bought the tickets, but you know they didn't. You win. didn't see Sorry. her new beach house in Santa Monica, did you? Yeah, <laughs> she sends gonna a picture pay t- of the ticket in an email. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a fake ticket. Come on, guys. Yeah, it might be <laughs> AI these days. <laughs> there was, uh, of course, in November, a guy won an Altadena. That's the two billion dollar jackpot. That's the guy, by the way. <laughs> That has been buying these huge mansions and being very public about it. You know, once he decided to go public with his identity, he started showing up in the tabloids because he was buying property and cars. And then, of course, this is the one I think he got sued. Some other guys claiming that the ticket was stolen from him. I don't know how you're going to prove that one, but. Oh, yeah. I forget. Yeah, that crackpot. Yeah, there's some guy that claims that he that was my ticket was stolen from me and I have a witness. That will verify that. So uh, yeah, well, when you when you win a lot of money publicly, uh, you're going to have parasites showing up, right. nuisance parasites wanting to claim a, a piece of it any way they can. This was the La Palomitas Mini Market in downtown L.A. The guy that runs that mini market will get up to a million dollars for selling the winning ticket. Uh, Navor Herrera is the owner of the store located at the corner of 12th and Wall Streets, and it says here, yes, near Skid Row. So we, we have a chance. That's a Skid that Row a homeless, guy. Yeah, that a homeless person is cashing in for maybe doesn't know it. Maybe the ticket ended up uh, now, now if stuck bought, in their sleeping bag. If he bought the ticket with some of uh, our tax money, right, some welfare check or food stamp check, uh, do, we, do, we get it, uh, do we get it back? No, I don't. That would be well, like a pool, wouldn't it? The... <laughs> you do not have to be a resident of California and you do not have to be a legal resident of the United States to claim of the winning lottery well, I'm, ticket. I'm saying if you used our tax money to buy the ticket, then we all should share. I don't know that that's, uh, well, that's, that's in the law. You could try, though. You just, could, you hey, file well, a suit. I'm going to uh, file a suit saying, I, look, I, I paid a lot of tax money here, so that's, that, I got to share that ticket. Herrera says his customers are regulars. They're consistently uh, from this area. So if he's that close to Skid Row. (laughs) Right. That area. That area. There's probably a uh, pretty good chance. Uh, Don't give up because uh, we still have the other lottery, the Mega, which is now run upwards of over, what is it, $700 million. So that one is still up uh, the next drawing there is friday the billion dollar grand prize was the third largest in the game's history since the it began in 1992 powerball so in 2016 the game's second largest grand prize was one and a half billion was split among winners in california florida and tennessee but that's too straight for california the two billion dollar prize last november and now the billion dollar ticket uh last night so yeah, Friday's Mega Millions is $720 million, I guess, and growing. And, of course, John, the odds of winning 
We've talked about this. It's basically like the population. One in 302,575,350. Yeah. Well, fortunately, uh, America is made up of people who cannot do math. So this kind of racket will continue. They, they think that they're going to beat the odds with that. It's just uh, it's, it's a stupid person's tax is what it is. Uh, speaking of the lottery, uh, someone else that also has hit it big uh, are the Bidens. <laughs> We're finding out more from these whistleblowers who have been testifying before Congress. Some files are being released. Yesterday was the testimony of two IRS employees, one who announced proudly that he's a gay Democrat. So he had no axe to grind against the Democrat. In fact, he said he voted for Biden. We're learning a little bit more from other documents uh, about the details of what's been going on with the Bidens. And uh, remember Burisma, the uh, gas company in Ukraine? Yes. The claim is that Joe and Hunter coerced the CEO of Burisma. His name is Mykola Zlochevsky to pay them millions of dollars in return they helped get the Ukrainian prosecutors investigating the company fired. So there is your front and back end of the bribe right yeah. there, which makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, Mykola Zlochevsky. Yeah, Mykola. He told an FBI informant in 2016, this is while Biden was vice president, they met at a coffee shop in Vienna. And mm. it, he said it cost $5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to another Biden. He, Zlochevsky also said that Hunter Biden was stupid and Zlochevsky's dog was smarter. But he had to keep Hunter Biden on Burisma's board so everything will be okay. So where is Zlochevsky? Because this is coming from this middleman FBI informant. He was thrown out who, a hotel window. Who claims that Zlochevsky has kept many text messages and recordings. 17 recordings of conversations with the Bidens, two of them involved Joe, mm. and uh, Zlochevsky said when he was asked should he retain the younger Biden, Zlochevsky replied that both Hunter and Joe Biden said that uh, Hunter has to be retained on the payroll. Now remember, and this was at one of his rallies, so, uh, Biden's acknowledged that he successfully pressured Ukraine to fire that prosecutor. Bragged about was, it, yeah. He was proud of it, right. So Now, if he actually has these recordings, 17 of them, says he has many text messages, he has two documents that the informant says should be the financial records of payments to the Bidens. And uh, the source said Zlochevsky was convinced the recordings and other evidence shows he was coerced into paying the Bidens to ensure that the prosecutor was fired. Now, uh, the official claim from Biden and at the time, of course, Obama was president, they fired, they pushed for Shokin. That was his name. Uh, Victor Shokin was the prosecutor because he was going too easy on corruption. Nothing to do with Burisma. Right. But if you, if you, you still can't bribe somebody in order to get someone fired. Doesn't matter what the reason is. Oh, of course not. Right. So it, it's the bright. I mean, if these documents and recordings exist and they can trace the trail of money, yeah. then that should be game over for the Bidens. They're, it seems like they're obviously a crime family. And this they, they, IRS, got away, they got away with it for a long time. Yeah, this IRS whistleblower, his name is Joseph Ziegler. 
He's the gay Democrat. He says that what they've tallied is over $17 million in foreign payments went to the Biden family, which uh, they work pretty hard at disseminating among various family members. And it looks like Hunter Biden opened up a mysterious bank account in 2016 while this was going on. So that's uh, And he never paid taxes on the money, which is what got the IRS interested. Then they, they, you know, some of the uh, IRS people, Department of Justice, covered up the investigation. And uh, so people are talking. There was one Democrat member on the committee who objected to all this. Uh, most of the Democrats uh, basically ignored the hearing they, yesterday. Well, they, went, they went silent because there was nothing they could say to refute it. Refute it, right. So, so you, you, you go quiet. Or they just said things like this is just political. I, I think one congressman actually said, who cares? Yes, one uh, did. Well, ultimately, that's where you have to go, right? Because if there are recordings and there are documents and there's a clear money trail and you've got credible witnesses explaining the story and the story makes sense, what else are you going to do but throw up your hands and say, well, all right, it happened, but who cares? Exactly right. What else Big you got? Deal. You got nothing. All right, when we come back, we'll play you what one of the Democrat Congress members said at the committee hearing yesterday, which I think deserves a little extra attention. He's a Maryland Democrat by the name of Kwisi Umfume. Coming up next, though, your chance to win the KFI Inflation Compensation Contest. Be listening for the keyword. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. All right, I'm looking at a picture of this guy, the Burisma Holdings owner. His name is Mikola Zlochevsky. He's, he's like a mostly bald guy with a big round head, huge shoulders. So he's probably way overweight. That's the he's way got they that Eastern them. European stare, right? Yeah. That's, that's the, way, the way they make them. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are certain body types you're not going to find all over the world, right? Well, I think if he comes forward, that busts his story wide open. I mean, this is all from a middleman, an FBI informant. <laughs> allegedly is saying that uh, he heard about this plot to pay off the Bidens $10 million. Zlochevsky was going to give $10 million to the Bidens so he could get rid of a prosecutor that was hot on the company's tail. Is this what Trump was searching for in the perfect phone call he had with Volodymyr Zelensky? Remember that? Trump, must, Trump must He was be- trying to get this stuff, wasn't he? He was trying to get the goods on this particular you, story. You, you see how it works? Trump must have gotten wind. About that Biden, this was going on. Right? Biden was getting money from the guy running the natural gas company. So he called the president of Ukraine to get an investigation going. Yeah. And if the Democrats turned on Trump and, and said that he was committing some kind of crime in order, in order to defend Biden, not only to attack Trump, but to defend Biden at the same time. And since Biden, Hunter Biden eventually opened a a Maltese bank account in 2016, probably taking some of the money. There's a lot of guys in Washington, in both parties, in Congress, president, vice president, whatever, who have these kinds of scams going on. Joe and Hunter are not the only two guys. And it's not just Democrats. This is what you do when you get into government. And Ukraine, ever since they separated from Russia in 1994, has been considered probably the most corrupt country in Europe for this sort of thing. Like, without question. That's why they were never led into NATO. Because all the other NATO countries said, no way, you're running a sewer here. And, Uh, and, And while everybody was busy complaining about Ukraine's corruption, they were also taking advantage of Ukraine's corruption. This is how the real world works. 
the FBI informed members of Congress that the tip was received and referred to the office of, oh, no, the Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss for further investigation. It's not clear what was done. Nothing. Now, Weiss is the one that was investigating Hunter over the tax and the gun charges case, which turned into a plea deal and a low-level charge. Delaware so. is like a small town. The only way Biden would survive for 50 years from Delaware is everybody knows him. He knows everybody. He's buddies with all the other officials. It's a tiny little state. It's a small population. And, and, and so everybody's friends and everybody covers for each other. Well, we got to find this guy, Mycola, Mycola. Uh, meanwhile, uh, not far from Delaware is Maryland. We mentioned that because one of the people on the committee yesterday in the House of Representatives is a congressman whose real name is Frizzell Gerald Gray. Mm. But he's been known for some years as Kawizi Umfume. Mm-hmm. It's like a Muslim name or... Uh, anyway, he got pretty worked up over the Republicans calling this committee hearing and talking about the Bidens getting bribes and the FBI, the IRS. Eh, here's part of what he said. Now, here's what galls me. I don't like these attacks on the Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS, as if they are somehow anti-U.S. agencies. Those agencies keep this democracy in check. It keeps them in float. They provide the checks and they provide the balances. And we could be, quite (laughs) frankly, using our time to better talk about crime in America that's affecting everybody, attacks on women's health, the economy, what? budgetary issues, public education, housing, blah, blah, the blah. need for senior citizens. Blah, the crowd that did all their Trump for hearings for drugs, years. Child right. poverty and mental health, to name blah, a few. Blah, 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 and yet blah. we are doing this all over again for the Hunter Biden show to someone who has pleaded guilty and has taken responsibility ah. for not filing taxes for two years. <laughs> this is ludicrous. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. There's no intelligent life down here. Good one. None. Good one. Now, I yield. this Infumi character has uh, no interest <laughs> at all as to where uh, the Bidens got the $17 million that Hunter didn't pay the taxes on. Not right. Paying, and the, and the, not paying the FBI, the, the IRS guy said it should have been a felony case. That was a lot of unpaid taxes. Not paying taxes is only one part of the crime. How did he earn that money? How would Hunter Biden earn a single dollar honestly? The guy is a, a gold-plated crackhead. He was living on Skid Row just a few years ago. How many guys on Skid Row outside of maybe this lottery winner do you know would be able to make this kind of money? It would have to be a criminal enterprise to make this kind of money. He was on crack for years. What the hell? Then did I miss something? This congressman is putting the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the IRS as part of our checks and balances. I, I thought that was no. the branches of government. Kind yeah, of thing. no, but executive, you, judicial. You, and, you, no, do you think he even knows <laughs> how, the, how the government's constructed and what the Constitution says? Uh, who would get that worked up to protect Hunter Biden? Remember, the leaders of those departments are appointed by the president, so uh, they can also do him a lot of good. Well, that's that's what's always gone on. I mean, going back like uh, to Richard Nixon, right? When Richard Nixon had political enemies, who did he sick on the political enemies? The IRS. (laughs) You know, if you had a TV show that uh, you were a host of a TV show 50 years ago and you went after Richard Nixon, you got an audit. It's all all documented. That's, That's what presidents do. 
All right. When we come back, we're going to get an update on that beating that an East L.A. LA woman took the other day in her own front yard. They're looking for a guy who showed up on a bicycle. Could be homeless. Maybe not. But now he may be wanted in a whole bunch of assaults across L.A. We'll be talking to Blake Trolley next. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com for Forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4 after 4 o'clock. iHeart app. John and Ken On Demand is the podcast, and you could listen to the entire show. Anything you missed. All right. The other day, we brought you the story from KFI reporter Blake Trolley about a man they're looking for, a 21-year-old by the name of Sergio Andrew, Andrew Garcia 
beating up a 67-year-old woman in East Los Angeles uh, in her garden at her home. And uh, apparently he's been doing this, uh, assaulting people in a number of places. Let's uh, bring on uh, Blake for the update on this story. Yeah, guys, as you remember, we knew about two other cases he was linked to later the same day when he uh, allegedly attacked that elderly woman in front of her uh, her home there in East L.A. Well, now we're finding out he was part of a much bigger crime spree. Uh, crime spree. It's all hands on deck right now between the LAPD and L.A. County Sheriff's Department to find 21-year-old Sergio Garcia. Again, we first heard about the brutal attack. Police are now linking him to the attack of other women. Uh, it turns out, according to LAPD officer Jay Chavez, that attack was a part of a string of attacks that all went down in less than a week. This began last Monday. The suspect does take advantage of the fact that it's women and he will approach them as they're walking. And that's when he uh, takes advantage of them and sexually uh, assaults them and batters them and takes her property. So let's break some of these down. Garcia is suspected of sexually assaulting a woman who was walking under the 110 near downtown L.A. Uh, that starts the alleged spree. From there, he's accused of coming up on a woman from behind near the Crypto.com arena, slapping her in the back, then taking off. He's then accused of committing three crimes on Saturday. These are the ones that we uh, we spoke about earlier this week. He attacked and tried to sexually assault an elderly woman who was guarding in East L.A., according to police. He's then accused a few hours later of attacking a woman who was walking home from church. Uh, in that situation, police say he hit that woman in the face several times, knocked her out, and robbed her. Only about 15 minutes later after this attack, both these in the Pico area, uh, he came up behind a woman who was rummaging through her truck, sexually assaulted her, then ran off. Now, police, you guys had asked me how they were able to link him uh, to these crimes. Police in L.A. actually had video footage uh, of one of these crimes. They heard about the crimes that happened over in uh, East L.A., or at least the crime that happened in East L.A. Uh, to the elderly woman. This guy, Sergio Garcia, is apparently known to police. They went over to East L.A. and said, you know, we think we know who's behind the attack of this elderly woman. It fits the description of incidents that are happening uh, here in L.A. So they brought photos of Garcia over. They mixed them in with, you know, photos of other suspects, see if they can uh, get the... Uh, the woman who was attacked to identify him. But as that woman's son-in-law told me, that was a challenge due to the uh, severity of her injuries. Trying to show her a, a list of pictures of individuals so to see if, she, if my mother-in-law could identify the individual. But unfortunately, she can't even open her eyes at the moment, so she, she wouldn't be able to identify anybody. Wow. And you said they maybe then brought it to the neighbor? Yes. Yeah, so they, they brought it to the neighbor who originally recorded the video and, and um, deterred the individual and they were able to identify him easily. Remember, that neighbor's the woman and her daughter who saw the elderly woman being attacked and chased the guy uh, off. That woman, again, that elderly woman spent two days in the hospital. She had a broken nose, concussion. Uh, there was still blood outside the house when I went several days after the attack. There was blood on the, uh, on the concrete there. Uh, and we're starting to get a little bit of a sense of a record on this guy. Not much. There are, there are reports that he's been arrested several times. The L.A. Times is reporting he was arrested in L.A. County in July of 20. 2021 on suspicion of battery and cruel or inhuman corporal punishment against a child. Again, that was in 2021. So just a couple of years ago, we're trying to figure out exactly what happened and trying to get a sense of, uh, of why he's out. Yeah, I see one possible arrest uh, for felony assault, but eventually released. 
Yeah, this but, is the way they handle it, especially with the pandemic. They were just not wanting to bother this, with anybody. This guy was 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 assaulting people for, for years now and spinning through the system. Doesn't seem like anything was done. I mean, if it, if, if it tells you guys anything, I mean, police uh, obviously knew who this guy was. That's what I'm being told by sources. They knew yeah. who he was when they saw these attacks in L.A. and they saw the similarity in the uh, with the attack in East L.A., they they suspected that he was the one behind those. And uh, right now I've got sources telling me that uh, he might be linked to even another crime in the East L.A. area. We haven't gotten details on that, uh, but we are being told that there's something they're uh, they're looking into over there and possibly uh, linking him uh, to. Clearly a crazy person. He probably Does he got... have a fixed address? Did we find that so out? That's, so when you guys are asking me uh, whether or not he's homeless, police right now are still saying they don't suspect that he's homeless. Apparently, he actually has two uh, addresses linked to him. And from what I've been told, that's uh, if, if somebody's got two addresses linked to him, the high the likelihood that they're homeless is uh, is very low. Yeah. His mom's to, address. Uh, I don't think this guy is making mortgage payments. 21. Well, yeah. he moved around a lot. And that's what we were talking yeah. about. I mean, when you actually think about this, he gets on a bike, a fixie bike. He a moves bike. from the East L.A. area over to the Crypto.com area, back over to the Pico area. I yeah. mean, that's definitely no, a I, lot of movement for somebody just, that uh, lives in an these area. These kind of guys commit crimes every day and get away with most of them. And then the ones they don't get away with, they're not uh, punished anyway. He's not He's not going to jail, it looks like, for anything. All right. Well, very good. Thank you for uh, all that information. Blake All right, guys. All right, Blake Trolley, KFI News. Uh, they're still looking. It just tells you, yeah, the revolving door. I mean, yeah. he's been arrested, and uh, I, you arrest somebody on suspicion of felony assault, and it turns out to be this guy that we know now likes to beat up people, but you released him. Yeah. What well, are the details of that? Well, they got... They got uh, uh, well, we couldn't get a witness. Uh, we didn't have a good case. Uh, we even, let him go. Even when they have a good case and they have a witness, he doesn't. nobody goes to jail. There's, there's no uh, bail anymore, right? No. This is Karen Bassetti's Los Angeles. You can commit crimes all day, every day. This is George Gascon's L.A. County. This is George Gascon's L.A. County. So uh, this this is normal. This is what they want. They're not uh, upset by this. You don't see any politicians say, this is terrible. These poor women who were beat up and sexually assaulted, you know, we're going to do everything. No, you notice they didn't even bother anymore. They don't even go through the performance anymore. They don't care. You get beat up, too bad. You get sexually assaulted, too bad. Here we are days later, and they don't have them. They're still looking no. for information. Apparently, he carries a red Gucci satchel with them, a little fashionable, like a little purse that, around his neck. That, that, he, pictures. He, that he stole from some poor woman. He, he probably did steal that from some poor woman. Yeah, I like this. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, and of course, coming up after 2 o'clock, uh, your chance to win more money with another keyword that will be revealed around 2.20. Our guest will be uh, Mark Recoria next hour. The uh, couple of media outlets have gone with the Biden line by putting out a story that border crossings are at a two-year low. We took care of the problem at the border. That's a, that's well, a, we're here to tell you what's really going on. Huge stinking lie. There were many people still coming into this country. It's just that Biden has done it. Uh, with an illegal legal means. Illegal legal means. Anyway, we'll get all the details from Mark from the Center for Immigration Studies after the news at 2 o'clock. Well, we told you this story, I think it was yesterday, about in Germany how some uh, climate protesters <clears throat> were blocking a road and one of the motorists got out and dragged a woman by the hair to the side of the road. Remember that? 
Yes, twice. Now, because the climate protester then uh, scrambled back to the road, and this uh, this German woman, she was young, blonde, and uh, angry. It was just I, I just couldn't stop watching the thing to see the stupid protesters skidding across the ground. Well, that doesn't stop them from trying this stuff. A group called Just Stop Oil were doing a slow walk protest. They basically pan, uh, fan out an entire street wide and they walk really slowly so they slow down traffic to a snail's pace. That didn't go too well with one man who apparently was driving in a car with his uh, female companion and it looks like uh, they got struck on the rear's driver's side by a van that was attempting to change lanes. So the guy got out of his car, walked over, and he clocked mm -hmm. one of the slow walkers and knocked them to the pavement. <laughs> and kicked them, too. And kicked them, too. <laughs> they don't react, which is what they're supposed to do, right? They, they're not going to come up and fight you. He just laid there. <laughs> the other marchers walked up to see if he was okay, but nobody got into a fight with the man who did this. Uh, the disruption is difficult, but it's necessary, said uh, the oil. Stop the oil. Just stop oil, people. Daniel was assaulted while marching this morning Good. and remained nonviolent throughout. Good. Good. Just lie there. Wait. Wait. Daniel kick. Daniel, Daniel's going to get kicked again and again as long as he lies there. He's, bre he's breaking the law. He and the other protesters, they're breaking the law. Do you think this might slow down a few from doing this? Well, you know what? I'm, I think the world's had it with this crowd. It's such a stupid thing to scream about the climate. And What's block stupid? Up this or throwing stuff on paintings? It, it's all the same groups. This is this is the same organization that is doing this all over. Well, these are really bad tactics. They're just they're, they're not going to get anybody's attention. They're infuriating. They make people. the news, but I don't think people look at it and go, "Yeah, they're right. We need to stop no, oil." No. What a good protest! No, it's what little kids do when they're unhappy. They have a temper tantrum and they try to make life for mommy and daddy difficult and until mommy and daddy gives them a good spanking and then they go off into their room whimpering. Well, and, they're uh, angry because they'll look at polls and everyone, of course, oh, is concerned about the climate. No, people aren't. Nobody <laughs> in real they life, aren't. nobody's doing anything. Right? Real, not only that, but there's nothing we're going to do that's going to change the temperature. Record airline travel this summer yeah, is another example look, of that. Look at what people are doing. They, the SUV sales. Record highs. Airline travel, record highs. People uh, using tremendous amounts of air conditioning during the heat waves. Nobody's moving to a cooler climate. You notice that? People are moving to a hotter climate. People are pouring into Texas, Arizona, and Florida more than any other states. They're what? going towards the heat. They're not moving away from the heat. Why? Because uh, air conditioning is plentiful and cheap. So th this crowd is lost. Just Stop Oil said that Daniel, that's the guy that was clocked, would rather the police spend their time investigating the CEOs and politicians pushing for more oil and gas than chasing down the man that assaulted him. No, no, no. I, 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 want, I want them to investigate these protesters. That's who they should be investigating. Not the oil companies. We need the oil companies. We need the gas companies. That's how life works. Uh, oil and gas companies may be the most important companies on the planet next to food. And you can't even grow food without the oil and the gas. So yep. it, it's time to reassert reality. You guys had your your temper tantrum the last few years. Now you know go go away. Go you know go back to your playpen. You're not you're not adults. You're children, and the world can't be turned over to the little children screaming and and, and bagging their toys on top of their playpen.
The other protest happened in this country, out in the Hamptons. Uh, a group of climate protesters took over a, a Hamptons golf course. Here, they pay a million-dollar membership fee to play the world's stupidest and most ecocidal game. Ecocidal. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting how the billionaires who destroy our planet for business come here and they do it for pleasure. So what the protesters did, uh, they marched around on the golf course with mm-hmm. their signs and their dancing and their sing. Oh, we have some audio of them. see these people they are the freaks they look young to me yeah they're i bet you they're young rich kids and they're angry uh, that daddy played golf all the time when they were uh when they were little kids daddy ignored him to go play golf and now they're acting out their tantrums we need clean air we need clean air not another billionaire they're wearing stupid costumes. Shame on you. Yeah. Tax the rich. Looks like it's planet over profit. The 1% are robbing us of a livable future. We're building people power and using direct action to put planet over profit. Do you think anybody at that golf club cared? All they're well, they do... came out and tried to get rid of him. I saw yeah. one of the well, manager well, guys well, arguing with them. What they're going to do is hire armed security at They the were game. heckling some of the players, as you heard there. Yeah. Oh, they're heckling. Ooh. <laughs> what it's a different the... tactic to take over a golf course. I've not seen that one. doesn't do anything, though. Uh, no. no the, 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 golf, golfers... the golf course will, will hire... We're supposed ar- to be quiet on the golf course, though. This is going to hurt their swings. Hard, right? You just, you know, a shoot-to-kill order for the security guards. They... That handles that. <laughs> Not sure that'll hold up in court, but uh, well, you know, you that'll stop the protesting. Stand your ground. It's trespassing. They, <laughs> uh, they keep coming up with new ideas. To yeah, they're get... they're really though a really sad, silly group of, of rich kids. Honestly, you don't see middle class or poor kids doing this. It's usually upper middle class to rich. They're the ones yeah, I'm looking who, at the video yeah. again. Yeah. You, you can it's, tell by the way they, they look It's mostly carry white, middle, upper class kids. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They're bored and resentful of their parents. I, I don't know what I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm guessing it's neglect. I'm guessing they come from the families where where, where dad was uh, working all the time, traveling, playing golf, and mom was into her own thing. Maybe she had a career too. And these are the last key kids. And nobody came to their ball games. Nobody came to their play performances. And uh, they were given a lot of stuff. And they're just unhappy and resentful. And anything that reminds them of their rich parents makes them go crazy. They oh, have, they're they, resentful, they, right? They have, so. they have, they have, they have uh, flashbacks. They have, it's like uh, uh, war, Iraq war flashbacks, right? And they get angry about all those lonely days in the basement where they were nothing to do except smoke uh, weed with their friends. All right. When we come back... The lovely Politico, which is a left-wing media outlet covering everything politics, has a headline that illegal migrant border crossings have dipped to their lowest level in over two years since Mm. Joe Biden's first full month in office. Huh. 
But what's the real story in terms of people still entering the country? What's That's the what we're truth? Talk about. <laughs> what's the truth? Obviously, the optics of all those people lined up at the border didn't look good. So the Biden administration has taken new tactics. We'll talk about them with Mark Krikorian from the Center for Immigration Studies. When we return, Johnny Ken KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark is live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.